0: let's do a little uh just a little intro and just so people can get to know who you are
1: yeah my name is mauer aka ryan if you know me like that or through contacts yeah and i've been making music for i think about six years now i've been producing under the mauer name for a while and my first single i think it was like 2018 so almost four years now i make i was known for progressive house for a, a long time and then I started kind of getting too um too comfortable doing like too much stuff like that and then I went on and did a bunch of other genres and now I kinda oh my god I'm all over the place <laughs> but a little bit about me uh I am from Pennsylvania, Philadelphia or Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I I've always had a thing for music. I've always been such a It's it's been drawn to me. I've always, always done music. Uh, I think I learned guitar right when I was like 17 in high school and right off the bat within like doing, within two weeks of learning, I was like learning like Metallica riffs and iron. uh, (laughs) You you wanted to go um, fast. You wanted to like, I literally wanted to learn everything that was humanly possible. I'm like, is that difficult? I want to learn that. And then I (laughs) learned everything that was really difficult firsthand and got really good at guitar. And then I started trying to do music through um, a different alias before it was like 2014, 2015. I was doing a lot of different stuff with guitar and indie stuff. Because at the time I was like big into uh, Intervals,
0: plenty Animals as Leaders, Polyphia. Um, Polyphia oh, sure. um, yeah, is s- making like such a hard... I mean, I know that for those who know them, they've been around for mm. a while, but I just recently found out, out about them and their production is just like so high quality now.
1: Welcome to the team. Welcome to yeah. the fun, bro.
0: <laughs> You've been missing out for the better half of almost 10 years, kind of. I, yeah, I know. Now I'm like a super fan. It's just like, I, I feel like everything they put out, I'm just like, oh my God, this is so just technical. And I don't know, it's amazing.
1: Uh, what else is there to say? Oh yeah, so I've literally from, 17 years old to like about i want to say probably 20 21 i was just kind of hardcore like metal rock and jazz fusion and stuff like that all all the good stuff you know i was learning all that stuff on guitar and then i was writing my own stuff and then i didn't really go anywhere with that with that in in uh indie kind of sound or anything like that i was doing it was more about just putting whatever was in my brain there and i thought oh this is a cool ep that i did like and then, then that was that. And then right around 2016, 2017, I was like, you know what? I should probably get more into this um, electronic music. Cause like, I think it was probably back in 20, 2014, 2015, I was working at Radio Shack, which is a very old fashioned sentence. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was working there. And then whenever I'd be driving home from from work, I would always put on random album title and I'd always have that on loop like all the time. And then that kind of got me into his music around that time. And then 2014 was when he had while one over two come out that album. And then T- talking about
0: dead mouse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was one of the ones that kind of got me into electronic music and all that. And as well as cascade. And then a lot of the other stuff too, that kind of followed after that was like, um, you know, it's been a deaf punk fan and stuff like that too. But then there were other ones that like, uh, like feed me was one of them too. uh, Com Trues, I'm a really big fan of, uh, Tycho, and i was just diving into that realm of all this like ambient synthwave, electro house prog house deep whatever i was just kind of going all in on it and then right up about that time i was like i could do that <laughs> and then i kind of abandoned abandoned that whole indie kind of sound where i was like oh you know what i could probably fix my way into like the whole indie sound or like instrumental artist type of stuff that you know, Polyphian intervals and plenty and all them other guys have been doing. And then I saw how good they were. And I'm like, fuck, I can't do that. And (laughs) so, and then, so I started making electronic music around 2017, 2016. And then right up until that point, like around 2018, I started just making so much progressive house music and then other experimental (laughs) stuff too. And I think around the time, like 2019, I was like really into like 1788 L stuff too. And I was getting into all that experimental stuff for a little while. And then I kind of went back to the old sound. And then, but for the better half of four and a half years, I've just been doing what I can with what I have. And oh my God, I, it's kind of crazy. I'm excited for what's to come.
0: Hell yeah. Well, thank you, man, for that little uh, brief history of your music journey. I just wanted to highlight really quick what's going on in the background, uh, you know, to your, is that, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Oh, right there. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Yeah. So that that right there, that actually was a demo I did.
1: Um, This was kind of like right when I established my name, I think it was like 2017. You know, it's funny. I I started all that branding and naming and stuff like before I even had music. I'm just like, all right, I have to, which is kind of, you know, what I think people should do that more. They should think of the name and then treat it like a business. Think of their name, whatever they're going to do, their logo and branding first then keep on doing whatever they're going to do and put out whatever product. And then <laughs> you're already good. But this, uh, I found an old CRT at this like dump, like one of my local, local dumps and all that stuff like that too. They charge you to take this stuff too, which is, really? oh, my God's, oh yeah. They're, they're like, yo, pay us 80 bucks to take that. And I'm like, you kidding me? Can I have it for free? And they're like, like, I'll just take it. I don't care. They, they um, they, they don't charge you to take it. They charge you, to give it to the recycling plant or whomever. Uh, Yeah. If you wanted to recycle it, because these things are so hard to recycle because not only is it just like hard plastic, but at the same time they have like that vacuum tube in there. I remember, I remember my friend shot one with a BB one time and that thing was like, (laughs) exploded. that was awesome. But I remember building this and this was kind of like a prototype thing I did back in 2017. And I've got so many more monitors that are just, sitting over underneath my bed and all that stuff like that too but this i can actually put on my head it's not comfortable but i can wear it (laughs) Uh. i can wear it it's not comfortable though is it heavy yeah it's heavy i mean the only thing you're gonna have to try to do if you're ever gonna make any of these is just build it out of like carbon fiber or something or just any sort of lightweight plastic so that way it it still looks like the same thing but
0: (laughs) not not a toll on your neck Oh yeah. Can you see out of it well? Yeah, you can actually. Yeah, I can really
1: I can't that's put the funny. headphones
0: on while I'm in there, yeah, but yeah, if you want yeah, yeah. to right, de- do, you de- wanna, do it, if you wanna do a demo, yeah. I'll yeah, do a demo good. time. Hell yeah. Demo time. <laughs> the transformation. Dude. Epic. What's yeah, up? I can see out of here. <laughs> That's crazy. Did you? I can so did you? Perfectly clear out of there. The only
1: thing I have to try to do would probably be to um, what's it called? Try to rig it up so that way the uh, power button there, so that the power button does something. Or yeah, whatever.
0: like turns on lights or something.
1: Yeah, I mean a lot of people are getting fancy with their stuff now. Where they uh, they kind of go all out on that. Where they make whatever it is, and it just.
0: Did you change the screen of that or is that like the stock, whatever? So what you could do is
1: it's like plexiglass. And then from there, what you do is you get, uh, you know, like the window tint stuff. Yeah. You get like window tint and you put it over that. So you can like kind of, you can see out, but they can't see in. And I was like, Hmm, that was a good idea.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Yeah. I thought that was a really good idea. I was like, you know, let me
0: put some, uh, put some window tint on that. If I saw a dude on stage with that, I would be like, yo, this guy's in it. <laughs> you know? He's in something. All right. Yeah, he's in something. Well, <laughs> I got I already have a few questions, um, but I do like to start with a little like icebreakery question. And that is, you know, what was the first concert you ever went to? First concert I ever went to
1: was probably Foo Fighters back in 2011 when they were on their uh, Wasting Light tour. That was my favorite band for the better half of like, oh man, probably since I was a kid. I grew up with that band and I was like listening to all the CDs, had everything of Foo Fighters and all that. And then I remember it was April, it was 2012 when, uh, or was it 2011? No, I think it was 2011. It was 2011 when their album came out, Wasting Light. And I remember I downloaded it. This was back when uh, Zune was still a thing. Oh. Yeah, that's <laughs> and I used, mean. I was like, yo, I got all these Microsoft points. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's run it. And then, so I, I downloaded that album and I was just listening to it like on a rainy morning on my way to my way to high school when I was just like, damn. <laughs> so it was one of my favorite albums was Wasting Light. Oh my God. But that was my first concert was uh, Foo Fighters back in 2011, so 11 years ago. I think it was like November too. Yeah, it's been a while. Nice,
0: nice. That's a good first concert. Uh, Foo Fighters slap. So I mean, oh, they played for like three hours. It was really wow.
1: Yeah, they came out for an encore and then a double encore, and I'm like, these guys are nuts.
0: Like, <laughs> I mean, they had a lot of energy back then. Oh yeah, awesome <laughs> man. Well, that's that's killer. I feel like some people are just like, yeah, I don't remember my first concert, or like, I don't. My first con- Oh, like I just think we remember. What about you? My first concert was lame. Uh I went to the fray with my mom. <laughs> Which was pretty <laughs> like, you know, my mom, my mom always talks about it. Yeah. And uh she's like, Yeah, that was a great concert. I'm like, yeah, but like also, it wasn't you know the Foo Fighters or something, but you know what? You can't unwrite what is written, so we just gotta we gotta go with it. We gotta roll with the punches. Hey, I I love the Frey though. They're a good band. So yeah, they're <laughs> they're good. They're good. They're good. I've probably talked about that so many times now. I met someone just to add something new. I met someone not too long ago at a party, and I was like telling them uh, somehow it came up that I had a podcast, and I was like, yeah, it's really funny. I always ask people what their first concert is and she was like oh my first concert was the fray and i was like oh my god no way (laughs) like (laughs) i've met another um so yeah that was just like one of us (laughs) (laughs) one of us um but i did want to uh you know start out play a song um and then we can talk more about the music and some of that stuff because you know this Mm -hmm. is this is a music podcast yeah Um, we gotta get music down where would you like to start do you want to start with this 2012?
1: We can start with that. Yeah. That was my most recent release. That was September that it came out. Cool. Let's uh, choose, choose whichever you'd like.
0: You know Choose track number two. Cause that's of a guy that, you know, personally too. Oh yeah. A uh, well back when he was on the podcast, he was going mm. by parallel, but remember those days too. One day we'll get packs on as well. Oh, we um, need to. This name is funny to me too, Dave Studer. Yeah, we um we had another one. If you click on his name there,
1: and uh-huh. then, yeah, if you scroll down, you'll see the one there is Old Jimmerman. Ah, uh, <laughs> so it's a trend. <laughs> yeah, we were like, you know what? And then uh, I think we we're working on one called Porgan Mage too. So uh, Of course, he loves gotta... Morgan Mage,
0: so that <laughs> makes total sense. You got to keep it going. Is there anything you want to say about this track before, you know, we get into it?
1: Mm. Shout out to Pax Romanov, awesome producer, awesome guy. Uh, He's got really great music, but he needs to start putting it out. (laughs) It's my only critique. (laughs) Just start putting out the music, man.
0: The struggle's real, you know. Oh, I know. It's hard sometimes. But all right, let's hit it.
1: The uh, funny thing about this track was he was showing me like an early version of this and I said, oh, all sounds pretty good and he's like, really? I was gonna bend this. And I'm like, no way. And then he was like, well, what, you want to work on it? And I'm like, that's why we're here. <laughs> and so we started working on it. And then he's like, what should I call this? And then I'm just like, we should keep with the trend, man. And then he's like, you got it. And then we, that's how Deep Stewart was made.
0: I mean, was this made with serum? I, yeah, it was made with serum. It it would have to be. (laughs) It would have to. (laughs) To keep with the trend, yeah.
1: (laughs) I do love this part, though, where it just swells into it. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Those, like, growly things. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Those are always nice. He always does those well.
1: Oh, I know he does those well. Like, this entire album would not have been possible with him, That Normal Entity, D-Knight. Like, most of the songs were um, from the other perspective. So that's why I kind of felt like, those was like, oh, like, I didn't contribute as much, but they all... They all work hard, they all put in all this good effort into these songs.
0: You know, I'm just curious, like, how this whole thing came to be. Why is it called 2012? Um, You know, so usually what I do is uh, maybe, maybe not,
1: uh, maybe not last year, but every year, I think since uh, 2019, every year I would Always be inspired by whatever year it was, and I was like, "Yeah, right, I'll just label it that." Because I was labeled, or I was inspired by like a bunch of songs that were from like 2009 or something like that. And then I kind of did that style for a while, where it was like in 2019, 2009, and then 2020, did 2010, and then 2021. I didn't really do anything like that. I then decided to just put out an EP, and that was like, um, it was like a ton of different genre styles. Like some of it was like getting more experimental dubstep, and then some of it was more complexro, some of it was more like breakbeat, and then other ones like down tempo. And then uh, this year it's when I was like, oh, you know, i put out the 2012 album. But truth be told, there were so many more tracks that I was gonna put on that album. And then I thought, you know what? I think it only needs about eight. And then <laughs> that's what I did. I was like, you know what, let me just narrow it down. And all the guys that I collaborated with on there, all them close friends of mine that I've known for the better half of like maybe two or three years now and that's been the whole shtick every every year I was like all right I'll call it whatever year it was 10 years ago because <laughs> that's what like most of my music would be kind of based off where I'm just like oh, I'm inspired by this like this year or oh, I'm inspired by this this year but now nowadays it's more it's changing like every day for me where I'm like inspired by this and I'm just like, all right, and I like make something that's
0: completely different than anything I've ever made. Mm. It, it is kind of like that though. And then the font is like, is is this also an homage to like, you know, random album title or... Yeah, I, a lot of that symbolism,
1: I've kind of been doing that too, where I like, I, I try to just take inspiration, not really so much as copy so much of any artist like that too, because then it's, you become a copy of that and you'll kind of never really kind of get out of that rut if you just keep on doing that. So that's why I try to switch it up a little bit with different covers that I do where it's like either just like a really cool image, like uh, there was one I did with Steven Laden, shout out to Steven Laden, where it was like opulence and it was, um, that was more like a chill vaporwave type of track and like the mm. artwork, I remember I was designing it with him and he's like, what if it was like a, you know, like opulence where it's like, always oh, like mindful of money and all that. And then it was like kind of this, it's a really cool cover. I still have it. And it's, oh my it's so awesome. But anyway, the way we were designing it, I was like, oh, you know what? I should switch up so that I'm not so much like doing the same thing every time yeah. where it's like, just like this one form factor and it's all you're kind of known for. And that's why I kind of switch it up every now and then to, to try and keep, keep a little bit on the toes there too. But
0: yeah, that makes sense.
1: I think, um, sorry to cut you off, but I was going to say like the year prior back in 21 was when I did that. Um, and then I did this a play on words for, um, it was because one of my favorite Star Wars movies is a uh, revenge of the Sith. And then I did revenge of the synth EP <laughs> and mm-hmm. I did that. And that EP was modeled heavily after the, uh, scary monsters and nice sprites EP, as well as the bangering EP from Skrillex. I was heavily into that stuff at the time. And like, late 2020 and i wrote that whole ep within like a month and i just kind of sat at the side and i'm like i need a cover for this and i for like a straight year i was like what do i do with this this is just sitting here <laughs> waiting to be played and i don't have a cover for it and that's when i was like let me combine star wars meets like skrillex type with that too so that's why i'm like i just i take inspiration wherever i can from whatever is influencing me at the time and
0: all that stuff can we, can we listen to one off that? Is that on Spotify?
1: Yeah. 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 That's on Spotify too.
0: Uh, do break the ice. I, I think the a ice. lot of, a lot of people like this one. It's
1: a very, I was channeling my, uh, inner Skrillex and boys noise with this one as well as just like <laughs> taking different sampling of stuff too. And then kind of keeping up with like, uh, the likes of like more Fustang as well as, um, some early Maddion and early Zed too. I was kind of, channeling all those different 2012, like I was saying, or 2011 type of music, you know. I was going to put a CRT on there and I thought maybe I should just kind of start attaching the (laughs) like the face to it because then it's like a neat little branding trick there too because it's like when they see that they think of my name or when they see the monitor they think of my name and they see my name they think of the monitor and the smiley face so it's kind of like all it's like a branding trifecta and I'm just like alright cool I'm glad I got (laughs) that going that'll do
0: (laughs) ooh that glitchy stuff like at the top of that top line is really cool. Yeah, a little bit of like barely alive type stuff. Mm. I love those chords. Wolfgang Gartner type. Yeah, that was... uh, I fucking love Wolfgang Gartner. He's so
1: dope. That was also a big inspiration for that 2012 album was uh, his backstory. I think was the name of the album. It was like the Sesso Boino one, and then there was like, a uh, Flashback was one, too. I don't know if that was on, I'm trying to remember. I know
0: Wolfgang's Fifth Symphony was on there, there was mm-hmm. another one, too, but, but, but more Ill importantly, a- yeah. yeah. Ill America was just so... Oh, yeah. That one was, what a good was time. my fave. Yeah. to
1: break the ice. Yeah, and then the, uh, the allow me to break the ice sample and there was from, uh, I think it was Mr. Freeze when there was uh, Schwarzenegger when he played uh oh. the Batman movie. Uh, He's like, allow me to break the ice. So I, I sampled oh, okay. that and I'm like, you know what?
0: This is good. Do you do a lot of um, your own mixing? I actually, uh,
1: for... All the music I've put out, um, aside from like numerous collabs and stuff like that, I've done like all the mixing. I've done all the mastering. I've done most of the cover art too. I've done. I do all the distribution. I'm a uh, I'm a one man band over here. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what's that's what Sam was saying. Is you know, there's a lot there's a lot of hats that you wear.
1: Oh, I. Yeah, I've got a uh, whole closet of hats, dude. It's it's insane. <laughs> I need a hat rack. Like, I need a hat rack for my hat rack. That's how many hats I'm wearing right now. Uh-huh. I do all the mixing, mastering, and then uh, for all those different ones that I've worked on with numerous collabs and such, um, like, like Sam Pax Romanov, uh, he was the one who did all that in Ableton. I think I wrote some of it too on my guitar and same goes for when I was working with that normal entity when we were doing a lot of that, a lot of those songs, is that uh I would write the melody on guitar and then I would transpose it to MIDI and I would just send it to him, and be like, Here you go, fool around with this. And hmm. then he'd come back and he'd say, like, dude, this melody, how'd you write this? I'm just like, I'm like, I just point to my guitar, I'm like, I did it with this.
0: So you do a lot of the the melodies on the guitar, and then you just like use the transcribed audio. It's pretty good. I feel like if you if you have a pretty clean take like it's it'll get it so the one beneath that so
1: sophomore year that main lead that comes in that plays from the beginning uh i i wrote that one on guitar too where i was kind of like playing it and all i do is i just put on like the background in my headphones and as i'm playing it, i'm like okay what would i play over this and then i did that for a while too with different songs uh some of them is just experimentation some of them it's just um just trying it out with like different scales and theory and you're like okay if this is in this key then i i know i can kind of tread around these waters and then if it's in that then i can go around here it's all about what the tastes are to the artists like that's why i'm like you know what let them
0: run with it right yeah like what do people want to be listened to Let's 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 let's
1: Like I said, like I wrote that main lead melody. That did a Yeah, I wrote that on my guitar and I was like, oh yeah, this is good.
0: Very cool. I was thinking we could go to Hmm. some of the, uh, the like more obscure things, because even if you go back to, um, you know, 2012, this one, Oh yeah. Please stand it's, by is a good one is, is very like, it's almost like, I don't know. I think about Calvin Harris's uh, 12 months. I think that's what the album's called, but there's this song called school on it. That's just like totally different. And I'm like, this is the best track. This one was very different. And maybe you can explain a little bit like who D Knight is. And I feel shout like you probably D-Knight, already really great producer. Yeah.
1: I think I did shout him out, but I'll shout him out again though. But, um, like, like uh, congrats to all the guys on this album that like made it possible they're all awesome and i wouldn't be here if it weren't for them helping me out on all those tracks but that one please stand by funny enough it was actually uh so dean knight really great producer uh he needs to start putting out some tracks he's oh my god he's got such (laughs) great
0: stuff that's like the Um, main piece of advice it's like producers i literally tracks
1: Yeah, literally, like, always put out your songs, like, my message to everyone who's a young artist starting out doing whatever, like, just put out your music, literally, YouTube and just put like a little unreleased thing in the brackets or make a playlist of all these unreleased stuff on your SoundCloud, just like, get it out there and just show people who you are, what you do, all that stuff, but, so D-Knight, this one, please stand by, I remember he wrote this, like, throwaway track, like, he wrote this as like he wrote this entirely himself. And a lot of the time with with this song, he was playing it over and over again. He's like, This is just such a meme song. And I'm just, what do you mean meme song? And he's like, this just feels like elevator music that you'd play whenever they're like you're playing live and it's just like, ah shit, like the cable's out, and then like you play the song and just <laughs> be like, Hey guys, we're working on it. <laughs> hey, shout out to D knight He's one who is to thank Kinda for like- all this video game bossa nova e like yeah when i have my own dvd this is what the menu music will be (laughs) oh yeah start it off with the, uh, you know, where it actually sounds like it's kind of like you're in the bathroom, but then you then go back out and then you come back in and then you come back out and it's kind of like both the same time.
0: But it's like the Um, the oasis of the party where you're like, oh, bro, I'm too fucked up. And you're just like, this is like some euphoria shit where you're just like, like, this is like um, HBO. I've thought about doing some uh,
1: sync licensing where you kind of just, it's like I own all my music. I don't really have any sort of, um, I never signed any deal or I never signed with these guys or did that or whatever like that. I'm not on any like major label, whatever type stuff. I kind of did everything from the ground up, worked my way to where I'm at, crazy. And always thankful for all the fans that have stuck by me all the friends have stuck by me continue to stick by me and then everybody that enjoys my music too like look at this this was august 28th of 20, 2019 and yet somehow people still listen to this on a regular basis and yeah. that's why i tell like you tell people too. like li- always put out anything that you think like oh
0: i should just bend this well i'm telling myself that too because i definitely, <laughs> I definitely think that sometimes yeah man you have to yeah start putting it out
1: so like at least one person will like any song you put out like no matter what like unless you're trying on purpose to make it sound so bad it's just like Like, white noise but unless you're trying to make it sound bad i don't think anyone's gonna hate your music they may like not like you look at what uh look at some of the art actors and tv show people like people hate tom cruise but they love some of his movies
0: so Bro, I have no thing? problem with Tom Cruise. He's pretty <laughs> sick,
1: honestly. Like, <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. Like, where people could not like the person, but they love the art. It, it, it's so yeah, much. His like, acting, so, I yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had so much music. Like, you can even. Uh, if you go back, like you hit the mm-hmm. back arrow there. Yeah, you and then, have a lot of stuff. Like a yeah, l- if you lot see of all, and then I was going to say, click the uh, little thing in the corner, like that little. Uh, yeah, click that.
0: Oh, my God, dude. I. Uh, I didn't even (laughs) realize that was a thing, but like, that's so much better. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Learning moment. That right there, this
1: ain't, this ain't 2008, that one right there. Like that's an old track of mine from like two years ago. Um, Mm. and I remember when I was writing it, I was like looking at this one finance article and this was like probably like right after like COVID hit and all that stuff. And they're like, this ain't 2008. And I'm like, I like that. So then I, Stuck that aside, and I was like, "This is a cool song for that for the title," and then I made that, and then I'm like, "Dude, this is like, oh my god, it's such a cool title, and then such a cool thing concept too." And then like that's kind of how I started doing that too, where I would be like the same 2008, the same 2007, and I kept going on with that, where I would just, I would be literal in a sense, and yeah. Like, there are songs from this time period, like in 2020, where I could look back and I'm like, yeah, I didn't really like that song that much, but I'm not going to remove it. Don't ever remove any of your music. Like, artists, I'm telling you, do not remove any of your music.
0: Someone somewhere will like it. S- send it to me, I'll listen to it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and it'll probably just randomly get plays at at some point you know I like get I don't it'll know cycle
1: it's... back into rotations at some point like you're saying yeah it'll come back around yeah yeah I remember cool. I wrote this and then I was like yeah this is a good like 2008 deep prog house kind of s- sound I was going for and then I was like all right I'll put that out like that and yeah, this is nice I look back at so, so much stuff that I've put out, and I'm like, "Holy crap!" But the um, I did the number. I have over seven hours of music released. Damn, so far. That's, so far. that's great, nice man. That's awesome. <laughs> Keep going. And oh, I I don't intend to stop. And um, I think I hit over a hundred songs. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I think over a hundred songs. I'm pretty sure. Nice. I, I lost count after like 50, but... <laughs> but I,
0: I also... I wanted, to, them. I wanted to mm. ask you about just like... You know, I was talking to Sam and he was saying like how you have a Discord server and you're kind of someone that's like cultivating, you know, the community and whatnot. So mm. I'm just like, what goes down in the Discord server? Like, how do you how do you cultivate that?
1: I like that down in the Discord.
0: <laughs> uh, primarily, it was the
1: collapse of the old server we had. Um, it was a fan server of uh, Dead Mouse, believe it or not, and because a lot of us didn't like the mouse chord because it just... Just like people that were like in control of it and they were like, you can't say that about his music. I'm like, I just told you I just didn't like this song and you're gonna get mad at me. Like <laughs> artists make bad songs. I've made bad songs. <laughs> like I've made bad songs. But moreover, last year in June, it was like right after I had like oral mouth surgery. They literally like broke my jaw in half and shit. Um, Jeez. Oh yeah, it's because I had like a narrow palate and all that. They were like, "Yo, uh, you're gonna have health problems breathing and shit if you don't uh, get your mouth all big enough to fit more wieners in there." I'm like, Nah, alright fine. I'm gonna need fine that. by me. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like damn a perk <laughs> but they did all that and after surgery I then started my server this was like probably June, it was like middle of June last year and then now it's like over 100 and something members, probably like 120 members or something like that but a lot of the people that were in the original mouse server came over <laughs> and they started expressing themselves more um, they started believing themselves more they started sharing more like I sometimes I look over in the discord and I see people hanging out in there like when I'm not in there and I'm like, that's pretty That's pretty dope. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that you can have people interact with each other from different walks of life and You don't have to be there Like I, I know whenever I do hang out in there like everyone just hops in and they're just like dude How you been blah. like they're all having fun and stuff like I don't take myself too seriously So we have a lot of fun trolling in there stuff like that, too like um for those of you that want something fun, there's this really funny video where it's like one hour silence broken by like, you know, like bruh and like vine boom and fart sounds and stuff. <laughs> and you really? can put that on during a movie. The funniest shit. Oh, my God. But like we would literally just put a bot in there and then just like be having a conversation
0: all of a sudden, just like random bruh just comes out of nowhere dude that's like, so funny like it just randomly like synchronous oh, yeah. hits, hits at the <laughs> right moment you're like oh my god <laughs>
1: that's that's all we do we just have fun in there we just kind of collaborate off each other or we just seek music feedback whatever like that too uh, I have like a concept art channel in there people can throw their most recent works of art in there people can like share anything there in there too self promo like any usual music artist discord server but I try to focus more on the community aspect, not so much like, Hey guys, check my stuff out. Like I'll throw my stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll throw my stuff in there here and there too. And I won't make such a big deal out of it. Like I won't like at everyone ping or anything like that too. I'll just kind of throw it in there and be like, Hey guys, appreciate it. Thank you. Stay smooth. Whatever. I I will say uh, it's kind of crazy how big of a community it is and i'm thankful for all the people that like are in there that continue to support me in there that love my music and just so much respect and love for all those people in there that continue to continue to stay contribute and all that stuff forever thankful for that but oh oh yeah man that's awesome
0: great community if you had a opportunity to open for dead mass (laughs) would that be like a dream
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't mind opening for him. I say <laughs> yeah, that like be
0: okay. Yeah.
1: Be like maybe like I I know, you know what? I would love to open for him. I I've always looked up to him, always inspired by his stuff. Um more so I was really inspired by him from like oh six, oh seven till about I wanna say twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. And then I haven't really liked a lot of his stuff in, in the past couple of years. The last thing I liked of his was probably pomegranate. And mm. That was about it. Every, every new song that drops now, it just really doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't really do it for me, but to be fair, I give him credit because he's been doing it for over 20 years now.
0: And I know. So I, he, s- I saw him recently in Chicago. He's like, yeah, I'm still out here. I can't believe I'm still doing it. And I it's just like, yeah, I mean, kudos. That's Hey,
1: that's just the grind. You just got to keep going. And I would love to open for him. Um, I would love to open for uh feed me as well. I love to open for that guy. I would love to open for, um, I know it's not like my primary genre, but I would love to do like a vaporwave set or like a chill wave set and open for like Tyco or calm Truise. Mm. That'd be awesome. Fun fact. Um, I don't know if it is still now. I think I checked the other day, but like Com Truise is like one of my favorite artists and like one of my idols dude follows me on Instagram. And I was like, like What? And I had to do a double take. I'm like, no way. I'm like, no
0: <laughs> Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Let's uh I wanna listen to mm-hmm. another track and then, you know, let's see what time. We've been going for a little bit and uh, you know, I don't wanna keep it all night. But uh let's listen to another track and then I got a little wrap up question and then we can just like chat too if you want. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Oddly enough is a fun one of mine. I think I made that right around the same time as the same 2008 too. Mm -hmm. I think so, yeah. It was like 2020. I I was doing a lot of different like mouse techniques mixed with like Wolfgang Gardner, and then there was also some tidbits I took from like Abstract too. Here, here at times I think it was like um, some of the drums from like Protest the Hero, another favorite band of mine. Yeah, so what I'm saying. like During 2020, I literally just went ham on all that stuff. I was just going through and I was doing a lot of progressive house, a lot of deep prog and like trance kind of elements in there too. Uh-huh. I, I still have so much music from like that time period and I just need to slowly start putting it out and then make way yes. for all the new stuff coming out too.
0: So yeah, much. so l- let's talk a little bit about, like, what's the future? What's, uh, what are some plans, some, some things um, in the hmm. list? So plans. I,
1: I haven't uploaded it yet, but I do want to put out this one song just in time for midterms. <laughs> it's called, uh, I call it Cropaganda. And <laughs> instead of Propaganda. And like the usual format, how I do there, where it's like the monitor and then like the text on the side. It's all cropped out. up <laughs> So I did that and I'm like, oh my God, this is such a troll. And literally the song itself, it's like seven and a half minutes long. It's such a deep progressive house one. It's like just seven and a half minutes long. And then right when it gets to there, it just cuts out. And I'm just like, oh, I couldn't think of a perfect ending to this. propaganda. Uh, <laughs> I'll put that out sometime this year. Don't know when, but I'll put it out sometime this year. And... I know next year I want to put out this remix that, uh, shout out to Vitrum, V-Y-T-R-O-M, he is good friends with Abnormal Entity, and then he introduced me to him, and they have like their own little group of friends too, and like they all kind of hop in the server too, and like they all have, oh my god, they're all talented too, like, it's just crazy, just like one big melting pot of just, just awesome sound and all that stuff going on and he did this really amazing remix of uh, my song watch your step from dlc pack one which was like 2019 and it was so long ago but he made this amazing remix of it and i want to put that out sometime next year there is another dlc pack three i have that one Is dominantly. sample pack? yeah no it's actually just uh here go scroll up a little bit and then oh i'm sorry go down i'm meant, I meant the other way and then see all other up (laughs) and then scroll down there's dlc pack one i was kind of going for like a uh call of duty zombies type of feel for that cover Mm. art there and um this was one of my favorite eps that i made too because it was just so like early on in like my journey as an artist as to like what i can do and where i want to go and uh some of the riffs in there too were written on my guitar too and then um this is is such a like a nice encapsulation of like what it was to be me like early on in my uh, in my journey of sound, if you will. Mm-hmm. But he did a remix of that Watch Your Step one. Um, fair warning, it does start off with like a nice serum patch where it's just loud as balls, and then <laughs> it cuts to like this. Uh, <laughs> I recorded like the uh, the Amazon. I'm not gonna say her name because then she'll hear me. I recorded her literally saying watch your step and I just threw it in there and I'm like lol like this is funny and then I put <laughs> I it out and then and then Vitrum was like dude this this song is awesome can I remix it and I'm like damn this track old as hell you sure and then he's like yeah I love the I love the sound of it and I'm just like okay cool go ahead so See? people will find awesome things about it like no matter how old it is Like, they'll go back and be like, damn, this is cool. Plus, people get to see your progression as an artist. They look at you from here where you started and they listen to it and they're like, oh, damn, that was his first song? Then they listen to whatever's recent and they're like, sheesh.
0: I want to ask you just like a wrap up question. And, you know, going back to what I first asked you, your first concert, what's been your favorite concert?
1: a really good set was um, when Metallica came to Philly and that was like in 2017. Oh my God. They were so good live. And like the way that they, it was the way they talked to their, their fans, almost like their community where it's like, they said, and they've always said this too, where they're like, like we're Metallica. Yeah. But like you're Metallica too, where they would like just tell people too, like, you are part of it. Like you're that fifth person and that's where i i thought i'm like yeah that's a good idea it's like a really good way of looking at it too where you think to yourself like that's why some of these bands are so connected to these artists or that's why some of these artists are so connected to these fans is because they make uh the artist the artist makes the fan feel so much closer to them and makes them feel like they are like that fifth band member or that second band member or, or, or whomever, what number of band members before you anyway, they would almost like put you in that exclusive thing where it's like, it's, it's like, that's, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's like that, that spark of just, it's like there what gets you hooked to, on a band.
0: Yeah. It makes sense too. Cause it's like, you know, if you made the, the music in a vacuum, like if other human beings didn't take it mm. in, it would, just be. I mean, it's good to make it for yourself, of course, if it helps yeah. you or whatever. But yeah, there needs to be was, this synergy between. The
1: that's two. the word. There needs to be like a almost like a uh, balance, almost like where they can kind of be in tune with you, and you're in tune with them. Where it's like you just kind of feel it. It's like a just this non tangible air that just kind of exists. Where it's like they love you for being a fan, and you love them for just who they are, and same could be true for like uh when i saw feed me back in 2019 during uh the the teeth tour that was when we got to see him like oh my god such a great set i love that set i was like right there and then the teeth were right up there and oh my god great
0: set feed Me was one of them above and beyond when i saw them um oh yeah that was I've, never, awesome. I've never seen above and beyond and that seems like a mistake <laughs>
1: They were amazing live. Great light, great lasers too. Like, there's just so many different artists that I saw live where I kind of took mental note and said, they did this very well. And then they did that very well. And then I'm kind of thinking to myself, okay, it's like you learn from these different artists, like, okay, don't talk on the mic too much or play out different rarities that a lot of the diehard fans know of. That's why, like, so many. Metallica fans try to get them to play like a lot of injustice for all stuff. But then <laughs> you think it's cause they're longest, they're long songs. They, they can barely play it. And I, uh, I remember also another good one was uh, when I saw rush back in 2012 mm. and they had the orchestra with them too. Like they had a whole orchestra with them behind them or like a, I think a violin section, I think oh. it was a violin section. They had that with them too. And then I thought, that was a really cool incorporation too, where you invite other artists on stage with you and like, as you're playing and whatnot, there's it, just so many different things I take from so many artists that I've seen live, like from com trues to Polyphia. Like I've seen them live so many countless times and Metallica and Tyco. And um another one was two door cinema club. Mm-hmm. And like, I've just been to so many concerts and I just kind of take it all in. And I think to myself, like, I know how to, I know how to approach it. I know how to present my personality and who I am to people whenever I'm playing live too. It's like the don't take yourself so seriously, but to an extent where it's like, you can make them have a good time.
0: It also seems like there's a study hall aspect for like, when you see it, you're like, Hmm, like how does this compare Uh, to other shows? And like, Hmm, like how can I maybe be more effective in like what I'm doing?
1: There was, you nailed it there was a meme i saw recently where it was like uh when you're a musician like going to go see a band and it's like uh there's a picture of like a football game and then you you there uh, all dressed up in like a football gear and you're like ready to go and it's like you can't <laughs> like you want to be an artist and play there but you're like i'm just going to stand here and watch
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 but... that's funny or like the the producer meme where it's like mm. just the guy like this and it's just like Massive GUI and like all these different like equations and like stuff, like, and hmm. thinking about how to make the sounds and whatnot.
1: You're like, how did he make that? Yeah, I know what you mean. I feel all like- the time. This one is pretty much done. This is kind of like a rough. I actually, I'd say this is like ninety-five percent done. There's other things I got to add in there, nuance and stuff like that too. Sounds pretty good on headphones, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was channeling my uh, inner feed me and uh, Polyphia for this one. Uh.
0: Dude, that this arpeggiator sounds crazy.
1: Like there's so many different
0: bass elements in there, too,
1: that are good, too. You'll like it. Yeah, I was i was wired on coffee one night and i was just like all right i'm in the zone and <laughs> i wrote it but that was one of the most recent ones that i've written and i'm like still surprised i i wrote that
0: did you make the graphic for this one too that one's pretty cool i like that
1: yeah i did that too to, to, for a backstory like i've got my warehouse label that i do and then i also do stuff through legion of Base, which is uh jag's label shout out jag and legion of Base, and they started off as like a dj collaboration type thing and then then i started releasing under the legion of bass thing um there's also kuda kuda records which is like one that i started which was like you know early days electro house and stuff of like 09, 2010 2011 stuff like just you know party music and then now i'm uh collaborating with d knight and uh panther shout out panther uh, with this one label we're doing called dbx limited where it's drums bass experimental and that's what we're doing And this nice. is like one of the tracks I'm going to use for it and that's why I was like kind of experiment with the label
0: Yeah, it it's no. final yet, but <laughs> We'll see man. It's everything's a work in progress.
1: Oh, yeah, we can play jawbreaker too We'll, right, we'll play see. like the first minute first minute minute and a half of it. I um I absolutely love love this melody so i wrote the pads first and then i wrote the top lead for it and it reminds you so much of like early days monster cat and Mm -hmm. i'm like do i do i attempt to send this to them and become like you know the monster cat family like do i get in there and that that realm but like then people would know me for something that's not even completely yeah But it might
0: be worth a shot, you know. It it
1: might be. You'll you'll hear the melody, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" So play it. I'll I'll shut up.
0: Do you? are you writing those in like on the guitar damn so you're quick you're like fingers over here oh yeah have you ever showed someone that process of the guitar oh yeah comes
1: Then the melody comes back.
0: This is sweet.
1: I was like channeling literally all of um like the stuff I was like kind of getting into back when I was like first starting like guitar and all that where I was just learning all the harmonious like different scales and stuff where it all kind of like intertwined together when I was making this and the other one the euphorica one the names are subject to change for now it's like a good placeholder but I don't know I think the future for me would probably be like experimental and then get somewhere like with uh <clears throat> drum and bass actually i've been making a lot of good drum and bass and uh i'll probably come full circle and come back to like house and progressive house and all that and electro
0: hell yeah man well dude just thanks again for for doing this with me I'm-
1: oh my pleasure i'm i'm happy to be here it was awesome to actually i never never um done a podcast before i've never been on a podcast I I have written music for one, but I've never actually been on
0: one. Well, I like doing them in person better. So if you're ever in Chicago, (laughs) we can do another one. Or if I'm ever, are you out in Philly or no, not right now. Yeah. I'm I'm around there. Yeah. I might, uh, I even talked with your, your,
1: your boy, Sam there. I was like saying, yo, I'll fly out to Cali and help you move back home when time comes.
0: And then, um, he's like, Oh
1: shit, dude, we'll do a road trip. Like,
0: (laughs) Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, Oops. if you're ever here, I would love to like, you know, meet you face to face. Any friend, oh. of, friend of Sam is a, a friend of mine. He's a, he's a good guy.
1: Oh, I know. He's, he's an awesome guy. Shout out again to Pax Romanov.
0: <laughs> Shout out, um, word, man. Well, I, uh, I will end this call here so we can stop the recording, but I'll be in, uh, communication with you and we'll just, we'll figure out some release stuff and like plan that whole thing. And, uh, oh yeah. Also, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to, you know, plug anything. I know we've done a lot of shout outs, but like, (laughs) uh, you know, just like where people can find you, Spotify, uh, you know, wherever. Thank you again
1: for having me here. I really appreciate your time, your effort and just having this conversation. I don't know how long we've been going on for. I don't know. We'll, like, yeah, we'll edit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I, I was like telling some of my buddies before I was going on here. I said, yeah, I can talk for a long time. So I don't know how long or how much time he's got. <laughs> there's so, no, there's no cap. Like it's whatever. If I'm going to shout out anything, I'll say, yeah, all my music is on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, I think title as well. I think Panther ripped a lot of my music from title <laughs> huh. and uh, I'm, I'm like everywhere, like any sort of obscure, like Deezer or media net, anything. I think I'm on Napster too. If you can believe that. Oh, that's a deep, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. it a deep cut. And you can find all my music there. Uh, you can follow me on SoundCloud at malware M4LW4RE. Same thing for Instagram and uh, YouTube as well. I uh, post a lot of remixes on there and I post a lot of unreleased stuff on there too, at least from trying to slowly but surely, like you said, it's a process. I just got to keep coasting. Oh, okay. And now nah, shout out to uh, shout out to the warehouse community. Shout out to the warehouse discord, by the way, you can look up warehouse W four warehouse, uh, on Instagram and you can join us in there too. I'm always in there frequently. So a lot of our, fans and friends and all the community people like love to have you and uh shout out all my friends music producers shout out all the artists and such that has collaborated with me remixed whomever like all of you you know who you are thank you (laughs) thank you so much and i
0: appreciate you oh yeah well thank you man i i appreciate you